Hello again and welcome to Marketing with Purpose. My name is Monica Pitts and this episode is once again tailored for my construction audience. Now wait, nonprofit friends do not leave me because you are going to learn something here too. What we're going to do today is a year-end website reconnaissance mission. We're going to talk about how to review your website at the end of the year to make sure that you are set up for success in the coming year. I'll give you examples. I'm going to tell you where to go run reports and how to think about your data for your website to make sure that you understand what's going on it and why. Now the examples that I'm going to use in this podcast are going to be construction related, but all the other stuff that I'm talking about applies to anybody's website that cares. So with that, I can't wait to talk about websites. Let's get to business. You're on a mission and you just need more people to know about it. And whether you're brand new to marketing or a seasoned pro, we are all looking for answers to make marketing decisions with purpose. I'm Monica Pitts, a techie, crafty business owner, mom, and aerial dancer who solves communication challenges through technology. This podcast is all about digging in and going digital. I'll share my marketing know-how and business experience from almost 20 years of misadventures. I'll be your backup dancer so you can stop doubting and get moving towards marketing with purpose. So in this episode, I am not going to dig way deep into what makes a good construction website. Katie and I covered that earlier in the year in episode 10 what makes a good construction website. But I will talk a little bit about the components of good construction websites as you review your website for its year-end performance. As a reminder, a great construction website has three components, a well-built-out services section, a robust project section, and a targeted careers section. Now, as I go through these year-end review components, you're going to hear me talk about ways that you can evaluate each of those parts of your site. As I think about how I'm going to break down and evaluate a website at the end of a year, which we do this all the time, guys. All of our clients get a minimum of one review a year where we go through this exact process and figure out what's going on on their site and make sure everything's healthy and okay. And some of them, we even do it twice a year. We go through four different components. The first thing we look at is the aesthetics. The second thing we do is review their content. Then we look at the infrastructure and we review the data. So let's start big at the top with something that you're gonna easily be able to do on your own, which is review the aesthetics of your site. To review your aesthetics of your site, the first thing I want you to do is I want you to look at your competition. Look at the people that you come up against most often in business. How do their websites look? Did they get new websites? Do they have new functionality on there? I mean, we need to make sure that we are keeping up with the Joneses here, right? We don't want people to look at our website and think that we're behind the times. And then I want you, after you get a good feel for what's going on with those websites, I want you to go over to your own website. And I want you to be honest with yourself. Don't sugarcoat the truth. Is your website ugly? Is your website functional. How did you feel when you got to your website in comparison to when you were looking at the websites of your competition? We don't look at our websites all that often, but our target market, the people that we're selling to, they look at our website all the time. And so do the people that are coming to look for jobs with our companies. So we need to make sure that we look at least as good as the other guys and it's not a big fat pile of crap. So 
that's the very first thing you're going to do is just look at the website, review the aesthetics of your site, look at the other guys, look at your own, give yourself a gut check. Is your website a pile of crap? Okay, so the next thing you're going to do is you're going to review your content. So click through every page of your website. Are there things that are broken? How long has it been since you updated your projects section? Are the pictures of the people on your website pictures of people that still work there? Now, sometimes it doesn't really matter. Like if it's a person that you still have a fine working relationship with and it's an amazing photo, that's totally cool. If it's someone who you do not have a good working relationship with and maybe you don't want them on the website, now is the time to put it on the list of something that you want to change. Visit your staff section. Ask yourself, is it accurate? Do all those people still work there? Did they get a new phone number? Do they have a new title? Make sure you get that all updated. Go through your services section. Are they all accurate? Are there any that need to be removed or added to? Can you add new photos to them after this past year of work? I even like to read the services pages. Make sure that they accurately represent the work that you're doing right now because a lot can change in a year, especially if your business is new. And then you're gonna go to the careers section and you're gonna submit your application form. And if you don't have an online application form, you're gonna put it on the list because you need to have one, right? So make sure that that online application form works. Make sure that you get a success email. Make sure that you get a success email from the website and as the person that submitted the form both. Now think back to your competition. Were there things that were on their website that are not on your website that you think would give you a competitive advantage by adding them to your site? You can add those to the list of things that you could update as well. If you have a search form on your site, try to search your site. What happens? Do you get a nice search results page? If not, something is busted. Basically just go through and click on everything and make sure that it's still working. It's not that you don't trust your web designer by doing this. It's that things change. Browsers change, code is continually improved, and things can break in your website and you won't know it because you're never out there clicking on it. And the last thing that you want is somebody that you're trying to do business with to get to your website, to have them be served some errant, irrelevant pop-up window, and then never be able to get back into your website because the pop-up window doesn't close. Yes, that just happened to me the other day. How stupid is that, right? But it's because those people, they don't ever go out and look at their website and make sure that it's right. And this is your opportunity to make sure that yours is. So once again, look at your project section, look at the pictures, make sure everybody works there. Look at the staff section to make sure the information's accurate, review your services. Go to your careers section, make sure that's accurate. Submit any forms that you have on your website. Click on everything, make sure your functionality all still works. We don't want any unexpected surprises to visitors who are coming to our website. We want them all to do business with us, right? Okay, so then the next piece, after you review your aesthetics, after you review your content, you're gonna review the infrastructure of your site. This is the more technical component and I mean, while it's technical, it's still super, super important. One of the biggest ranking factors that Google uses when it decides how it's gonna display your site is how fast it loads. Now your load time actually impacts things in multiple ways. The first way that it impacts things is 
Google wants a fast loading site, just straight up, period. So fast loading site, good for Google. Second way is that Google wants a website that people use. Now, if people don't wait for your website to load and they leave it, that's an indicator to Google that you don't have a good website. And the third way is that Google likes a website that people hang out on for a long period of time. So the deeper that people get into your website, the more time they're spending on the website. And we don't want to just have people spending time on a website that's loading continually. Google knows that that's happening, right? So the deeper that they get into your website, the more time that they spend on your website, the more pages they go to, this shows Google that you have quality content and they are more likely to show your content because of it. So we need to pay very close attention right now, friends, to how fast your website is loading. I know that you may have an absolutely gorgeous website, but if it does not load quickly, it has almost no home on the internet right now. So the first thing we're going to do is we're going to go out to GT Metrics. That's G-T Metrics, M-E-T-R-I-C-S. Now you're going to run a report on both your home page and another page of your website. The reason that you're going to do this is because a lot of us have things like slideshows or videos on our homepage and that slows load time down a lot and I want to get a full picture of what's happening on the pages of my website. Now if your website has been optimized you should probably get an A for your page speed score. You should get an A, a B, occasionally you might get a C on your Y slow score. It depends on what's going on on the inside of your website. The average Y-Slow score is a 76%. Now, your pages should be loading in well under 8.3 seconds. 8.3 seconds is the average load time for GT Metrics. I want every single website that I build to load in under six. Now, the total page size is another thing to look at. If your page size is greater than three megabytes, you probably have images that are too big and need to be shrunk or you might have a huge video that's trying to load. And then the last thing that you're going to notice on this results is requests. Now that's how many times the server has to process a script in order to show your website. The less scripts it processes, the faster it loads. And I want those to be under 60. The average on GT Metrics is 89, but I'm always shooting for under 60. If your website is a modern website, it should be rolling at under 60. Hopefully that gives you some benchmarks for loading. I know if you just go out there and you run a report, you're, you're gonna be like, what is this? What do any of these things mean? Well, you're gonna run a report for your homepage and then you're gonna run it again. You wanna run it twice. The first time it runs, your website may or may not be cached on the server. And if your website is cached, then it will load faster. So you wanna look at it the first way and then you wanna look at it the second way. The first time that you run the report, you're gonna see how it loads for a person who has never been there before. And the second time you're gonna see it the way it would load for a person who has been there before. So it gives you a great indicator of how people are experiencing your website. Now I know after just talking through that, that 
if you can't see what's going on, that can sound overwhelming. It's really not that complicated. I made a video, so you can go watch that video if you like. If you go over to podcast.maycreate.com and you find this episode, it will be embedded in the website. The video will be so that you can watch it and see how your website is loading. And I go through the whole report and diagnose what's going on in each of the websites that I'm looking at and what it might mean to that website and how they could use that information to speed up their load time. So go check out that video at podcast.maycreate.com. The thing that GT Metrics is going to tell you is how it loads on a desktop computer. Now, if you are a business-to-business entity, then you're probably still getting quite a bit of traffic on a desktop computer. So you really do need to have a fast loading website on desktop. Now, if you do business to consumer, and if you're business to business, like everyone is getting mobile traffic these days, tons and tons of mobile traffic, right? So the next thing that we need to do is we need to evaluate your website on a mobile device. How well does it work on mobile? There's a report that I like to run. It's at uptrends.com. Under their tools section, there is a free website speed test. Now, I like to use this for my mobile test because it's just super easy to read. Look at your load time here. The less load time, the better. We want it in just a few seconds. Now, the next thing that I look at on this report to make sure that things are okay is I go down to where it's displaying all of the URLs that were loaded with the page. And I sort it by size. It says size, I click on it. And I want to look at it from the biggest up first. If any of those things that are loading that are big have something like .png at the end of them, .jpg at the end of them, .gif at the end of them, those are all images. And my images need to be as small as possible on mobile to load quickly. All of the images should be no bigger I think then 50 KB, 50 kilobytes, and really they can be even smaller. Make them as small as humanly possible. You're going to look and make sure that you don't have any images loading that are part of your slideshow or any big videos loading on mobile because we don't want any of that to happen on mobile. We want this thing to be, be as fast as possible. Okay, so if you see any of those things there listed, in underneath URL, then you're going to write them down because you're going to go and make a list and you're going to fix them on your website. All right, so the next thing that you're going to look at is your employment section on mobile. You're literally going to pick up your phone and you're going to look at your website on your mobile device. And you are going to pay very close attention to what your career section looks like on your mobile device. And that is because most of the time when I look at a client's website that has a career section and is actively hiring on a mobile device, that is either the second or the third most visited page on their website. While on a desktop, it's way further down. It's like, you know, could be 10th. That's because the people who are coming to your website to get a job with you are doing it on their phone. So we need to make sure that your career section actually works on a mobile device. So try to fill out that form on your mobile device for your application and make sure that everything works the way that you think it should work and that it's not hard to do. If you're annoyed with it and it's hard for you to do, then your visitors on your website will 
also be annoyed with it because it will be hard for them to do and we want it to be as easy as possible because we actually want them to fill out the application to come work for us, right? Okay, guys. So now, hmm, reviewing the data. We've looked at the aesthetics, right? We reviewed the content. We looked at the infrastructure to make sure it's built right. And now we're going to review the data. Now, I generally start in Google Analytics. I'm going to look at the data year over year. Now, if my business hasn't been in business for a full year or my website hasn't been up for a full year, that makes this a little tricky. So just pick a window that you can evenly divide. The reason that I like to look at it year over year is because most construction companies have a kind of roller coastery look to their traffic. It's going to go down in the winter and it's going to be up in the summer. So keeping that in mind, if you're going to compare summer months versus winter months, it's not going to look quite right. So you want to compare similar times of year or just year over year data. The first thing I want you to look at is how many sessions you have on your website. Do you have more sessions or do you have less and why? You'll also look at other metrics in your website and see what they look like. I did a whole podcast about this. It is episode 16, Digging Into Data Part 1, Reviewing Website Data. And in this podcast, it's going to talk you through all the metrics, what to review, how to review them, all that kind of stuff. For year-end reviews, I really like to look at traffic sources, like where is the traffic coming from on my website, and then also look at average time on site and pages per session and bounce rate. These are my big picture indicators that I like to look at and see what's happening. And then you're just going to compare. Is it more? Is it less? I mean, is there anything that you can think of that might have made it so? I also like to look at the top performing pages on my website, like what pages are viewed most often. And then I look at how that changed from year over year. So for more on digging into that kind of data, Google Analytics data, go over and check out that podcast. Episode 16, Digging Into Data, Part 1, Reviewing Website Data. Okay, so then the second place and the final place that you're going to go over and look at your website data is in Google Search Console. Now, Google Search Console is going to tell you how the browser and the search engine interact with your website. What Google Analytics tells you is how visitors act and interact with your website. So we need to look at how your website is in the eyes of Google. I like to look at what search terms you have and just ask myself, do they make sense? I go up to the top and I compare this information year over year. You're going to look at how many impressions you got and like how many clicks you got to your website compared to the year before. Do you have more? Do you have less? Why do you think that might be? Some of the things that I see that you might notice is if you recently started blogging, then you will have a lot more impressions and you will probably have more clicks, but your click-through rate and your overall ranking will be down. And that is totally fine because what that means is you're getting found for a lot more search terms. They're just not all the way up high in the rankings yet. So there's all kinds of different reasons why those numbers can fluctuate, but unless you start looking at them, it's really difficult to determine what is going on with them because, you know, if you don't look at them very often, they're just like 
foreign particles data floating out there for your confusion. I often sort this data in two ways. I go up to the query area and I put in the name of the business and I search for terms that have the business name in it because those usually perform differently than random terms. And I just like to see, how are we doing? Are we maintaining our brand out online? Or are we showing up in search engines when people search for our names? And then I also like to look at it for things that don't contain the company name because those are all the other terms that we rank for. And I like to see, how are we doing there? Are we picking up some new stuff or are we staying the same? This gives me a good spot to start problem solving and try to understand like what is going on with this website. Because ultimately, your website traffic is a huge benchmark in your marketing plan. The more traffic you can get to your website, the more opportunities you have to sell to more people. So looking at that website and making sure that there's traffic going to it, that they're getting there for the right reasons, that it loads quickly and they're having a good user experience, and then also that it stacks up with your competitors and the content that's on your website is actually relevant and accurately representing your company really should be a part of everyone's year-end business rituals. So my friends, to recap, your end of year website reconnaissance mission starts with reviewing the aesthetics. Look at the other guys, give yourself a gut check. Is your website ugly? Next, you're gonna review your content. Is it accurate? Your project section, the people, the staff, the services, the careers, click on everything. Does it work? Then you're gonna look at the infrastructure. How is it loading? Go to GT Metrics and run a report. Also, make sure it works on mobile. Look at your careers section on mobile. Actually fill out an application on your mobile device and then go to uptrends.com to do a mobile report and look through and make sure that you don't have any gigantic things bogging your website load time down. And then last but not least, you're gonna review the data. You're gonna look at it this year versus last year. You're gonna review it for sessions, average time on site, pages per session, bounce rate, and traffic sources. And once again, you guys, if you didn't get it earlier, if you want to learn more about reviewing that data, go to episode 16, Digging Into Data Part 1, Reviewing Your Website Data, because I totally geek out for 37 full minutes about how to do this. It's magical. Okay, and then you're going to hop on over to Google Search Console. You're going to look at your search terms, make sure they all make sense, and once again, review your data year over year. So in a nutshell, review your aesthetics, review your content, review the infrastructure, and review the data. And then, my friend, make a huge list of all the awesome things or a really teeny tiny one if you've already done this or maybe you just got a new website that you want to do to make your website completely awesome and ready to carry into the new year. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this complete geek out session as much as I did. Now go forth and market with purpose.